The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray. In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray. Today is July 7th already, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, Jim and Bill. Good morning. Good morning to you, Good morning. Good, Good morning. And Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's going on here? Uh, I don't know, Bill or, or Jim, did you see on the website where they have the Patriot Package now? On yes. our partners yes. page? You know, Absolutely. It's, it's actually being offered by uh, Bill Richard, uh, William Walker, and Jim Klug, who are recipients of the Purple Heart, and to all veterans from the Vietnam War. It was actually created to help educate the American people with their heritage. This is a one-of-a-kind package that contains many timeless documents that brings history to life. It's the perfect gift for family and friends, a great fundraiser for schools, clubs, organizations, special events, and also for birthday gifts. uh, Hint, hint, that reminds me my birthday is coming up. <laughs> joining me today is <laughs> joining me today as co-host. We have Staff Sergeant Jim Clue. Jim actually served 19 months in Vietnam as a Purple Heart recipient. He now holds a position of the National Historian for the Military or the Purple Heart. And we also have Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, a U.S. Army retired former Deputy Secretary for the Veterans Administration, Maryland, and Commander for the DAV in Maryland. Welcome, guys. Good to be with you, Gary. Gary. All right. You know, if you missed last week's show, be sure to listen to it on our archive section of the AmericanHeroesNetwork.com. Last week, we interviewed Anita Dominguez, president and founder for Military Families and Survivors uh, First.org. They provide financial resources and referrals to wounded heroes their families, and the survivors of the fallen heroes. This is one of the top organizations we have come across in a while, and Anita, we stand behind you on this. Now, Jim, you had something that you were going to talk about that's 239 years old, and you better not mention my birthday. Hey, no, that's <laughs> not your birthday, Gary. Good. So, you know, uh, Gary and Bill, we uh, just three days ago, our nation paused to remember back 239 years ago our nation's first patriots committed the rest of their life to establishing an independent and free United States of America. And, you know, like you mentioned every uh, program, Gary, our nation must remember those first patriots and the very reason we have the 4th of July to celebrate. And I think that's something. Yep. And I've got another one. This is, uh, we're busy. Our nation is always looking forward and looking backwards. And I like this uh, for those of us that fought in Vietnam. And, of course, Gary... Bill and myself, 
We were there. We were the boots on the ground. Uh, well, July 8th is set as the 50th anniversary in commemoration of those that answered the call of duty. Uh, and I've got to thank both of you for just doing just that, for being the boots on the ground and doing that that you did. Thanks, guys. Well, thank you. Thank Proud you. to serve. Yes. Well, let's get to our guest before Jim takes up the full hour. Today, <laughs> today, today uh, it's titled Operation Renewed Hope Foundation. And Jim, why don't you go ahead and introduce our first guest? It'll be my pleasure, Gary. Uh, Deborah Snyder is president uh, and CEO of Operations for Renewed Hope Foundation. Deborah is an Army veteran and a native of Alexandria, Virginia. She retired in 2009 as a lieutenant colonel with 21 years of service as a helicopter pilot in aviation branch. Lieutenant Snyder is a magna cum laude graduate of James Madison University and a distinguished military graduate of JMU's Reserve Officers Training Corps program. She holds a Bachelor of Science degree in Political Science, Criminal Justin, Justice and a Master in Military Studies. She served in a variety of leadership positions along with extensive experience managing programs at the tactical and strategic levels. Lieutenant Snyder is a decorated combat veteran. Boy, I tell you what, she's uh, dear to my heart. Those guys, those women in, in choppers, they brought the bacon to us. Right. Her military training includes aviation advanced basic courses, air assault, airborne school, UH Huey, UH-60 Blackhawk flight training, and test pilot courses. Des Deborah also attended the Combat Arms and Service Staff School. Marine Command, Staff College, and the Armed Forces Management School. She currently works for the Department of Defense. And that's Lieutenant oh. Colonel, correct? Lieutenant Colonel, yes. All right. Wow. All right. Well, welcome, Deborah. Welcome. Thank you so much. It's great, great to be here. All right. Thank you. And uh, Bill, since it was a surprise to you to come on uh, today, why don't you go ahead and introduce you? Have the honor of introducing, should I say a name? Jennifer Lopez. Well, <laughs> It uh, it uh, it's indeed a pleasure, and I was thinking. I said, uh, you know, uh, we we've got uh, Jennifer Lopez today, so uh, we can't go wrong. Uh, how many times I, I see her on the internet and uh, other places? So uh, Jennifer Lopez uh, is the events consultant for Operation Renewed Hope Foundation. Jennifer joined the U.S. Army immediately after the 9-11 attacks and served for over five years as a chemical operations specialist. As a veteran, Jennifer is very passionate in helping our veterans in need as she experienced firsthand how our current fragile economy affects our nation's heroes. Jennifer is currently pursuing her undergraduate degree in information technology. Jennifer, thank you for your service to this great country, and welcome aboard this morning. Thank you welcome. so much. I'm really happy to be here as well. All right. Now, what, what actually turned your passion into developing Operation Renewed Hope? Well, for me, I... I had purchased a home uh, not too far from us and said to my husband, why don't we put homeless people in there? And then I found out, this was three years ago, um, how many homeless veterans there were. And quite frankly, I couldn't believe it. At the time, there were 68,000 
homeless veterans nationwide. Uh, the good news is that it's gone down to over 49,000, uh, according to the last point-in-time in count last January. We're still waiting to hear the official numbers for the uh, pre- the most recent January point-in-time count. Hopefully the numbers continue to go down, but it's only because of the effort of nonprofits like ours across the nation that are working hard to do it. That's phenomenal. I guess that's that's a big, that's a very big thing out there as far as the homeless goes. I mean, there isn't a corner you don't turn and you'll see somebody that's homeless, and especially a vet. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yep. That is, yeah. That's unreal. Do, do they have the statistics as far as, you know, I hear uh, um, something like uh, as of last month, uh, do they have a, a total amount of homeless uh, vets, or is that still... Uh, I guess, an estimate. Well, you know, what I always tell people is the numbers are squishy because uh, there's not a, an accurate account. But the closest that you can come to at least a minimum number is that point-in-time count that uh, Housing and Urban Development conduct each year and each January. So the last January, as in January 2014, they counted over 49,000 veterans who were homeless. And homeless meaning that they're living on the street or they're in a tent or a transitional shelter. Because the couch wow. surfers, that we, that's what we coined, the ones that to hop from family to family or friend to friend, they don't even count in that uh, homeless count. Well, Je- uh, Jennifer, th- uh, excuse me, Deborah, this is... Uh, uh, Bill, and it's interesting that you mentioned that point-in-time survey, and I've uh, personally uh, participated in that. And, and by the way, I, I'm just right across the river from you over in uh, Fort Washington, Maryland, uh, near the... Uh, the uh, National Harbor. National Harbor. I'm right in the backyard there. So we'll talk about that. But... But point-in-time survey has always been troublesome for me, as you mentioned. The numbers are squishy, and they, they, they for uh, and the way this is done is by walking up to people on the street and asking them, "Are you homeless?" And if they say yes, they use that as a with a multiplier times that person to come up with these figures. So you know, the, the, we know that this issue is is significant, but the numbers, is, again, as you say, and I like your terminology, is squishy because it's, 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 it's fluid and it's always moving. Yes, and, and Deborah, what about women? I mean, what's the, yeah. percentage, what about, what's the percentage of women in that, in that homeless uh, arena that we're talking about? Well, again, the numbers are not real accurate, but what I can sure. tell you is we're seeing more women veterans who are homeless uh, come up because as we go through this drawdown, per se, it's more and more in six months and, and in a year when people run out of money because they didn't get the job that, that they thought they would or anything close to what they were making in the military, um, that, that's when you're going to see the the increase. And we are seeing more younger veterans that become homeless as well as families. And a lot of the time, not all of the time, but many of the times, the women are the head of the household if it's a single family, I mean a single parent situation. We, we've seen single males as the head of the family too, but you know that's a double whammy because you're trying to find a job and you're trying to 
find something that will also help take care of the children, and it's a it's a big strain. That's right, especially when you're talking about you know, like you mentioned, the kids involved here. Um, that's a whole different area when we're talking about housing. Uh, you have the women with their children, and then you have the males, uh, usually, usually by themselves. Correct. That that's right. They're, yes. More often than not, they're they're by themselves. So we've we've seen it all, and, uh, and Jennifer can tell you too because she screens all of the folks oh, that she, come to us. Uh, she is our HMIS, which stands for Homeless Management Information System Screener, and so she talks to each and every one of these uh, veterans and the and their family members about what's going on, and and uh, she can see the trends as well. Wow, uh, Jennifer, this is Jim. I uh, I just. You know, we hear, we've talked about this in our uh, nation, across our nation, those that are, you know, uh, certainly struggling far more than we are. And uh, uh, the efforts that are brought forward that you do and that uh, the benefit that comes about, I'm just looking at your sponsors uh, on your on your webpage. It's amazing. This is not something that's just uh, marginally supported. You've got more sponsors than uh, I've ever seen before. It's amazing. So you're obviously doing it right. And I just uh, think to myself, the veterans that are out there, there can't be anything more discouraging than coming back home and finding everything exactly the opposite of what you expected. And then to find yourself at the hands of uh, the street, Uh, those that are on the street uh, is your place of home and what a blessing you must bring to them. How do most individuals find you? What's what's the normal path, if there is a normal path? Um, most individuals find us, they get referred to us by the VA. Um, if not, we actually do a lot of events, and we are very embedded in the community. So a lot of community members, or we just get veterans coming up to us, we pass a lot of our brochures and pamphlets, and we get them that way as well. But the majority would be from the Veteran Administration, the VA. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to go ahead and take a break. Today's show is brought to you by First Class Merchant Services. Also, check out our sponsor page to see businesses that support our veteran community. Just be sure to support them back. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by the Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll be right back. out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at Voice America TRN. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. 
stimulating talk. It gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guests, Deborah Snyder and Jennifer Lopez from Operation Renewed Hope Foundation. And, Bill, you had a question over break. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, uh, uh, Gary, and uh, and I think Jim, you can uh, recall this also, being that uh, we we served uh, during the Vietnam era and having boots on the ground as uh, uh, we experienced that service. And uh, as you know, one of the main uh, issues uh, I think that uh, created a problem among our era of veterans who served. Uh, was the inability to reintegrate back into home and community. Uh, and the Vietnam veterans are known, and there's still a lot of them out there that are homeless right now. But, uh, Jennifer, I'm just wondering, can you give us some ideas of what now are the issues or the concerns that bring about uh, veterans uh, uh, returning from, say, Iraq and Afghanistan, and maybe even the Gulf War, uh, with them resulting in uh, uh, being homeless? Sure. Um, a lot of economic factors are basically are part of the reason that a lot of our veterans are homeless these days now. For example, we have a lot of veterans that are not finding job opportunities. We have veterans that um, even when they do find job job opportunities, they are making minimum wage, which cannot support their families. Um, And we have um, not only economic factors, but PTSD. So some veterans need counseling and they need support um, right after the services. And instead, they're not given the services. It's not that they're... Let me let me take that back. It's not that they're not given the services that they don't. A lot of them don't know that that service exists. A lot of them do not know the VA benefits that they actually qualify for, which I have to talk a lot. Um, I have to go over it with them and talk about it a lot with them because um, they do not know what they're entitled to. So these are all factors that can cause homelessness these days. There's always these ter- stereotypes that veterans are homeless because they're either they're lazy because they're they're alcoholics or they're drug addicts. Now, I don't want to say that there are there are veterans that have substance abuse problems, but that is not all of us. That's not the majority. We all need there's different reasons why our veterans are you know end up homeless. I could give you an example of myself. I ended up homeless um, because of the domestic violence situation. And I ended up in a domestic violence um, shelter, and I lost a lot. And I ended up homeless for that reason. We have um, veterans that um, get homeless because of violence, and that's something that we need to, you know, talk about too as well, and break these barriers and stereotypes that, and because uh, I think a lot of people look down on veterans that are homeless, thinking that, you know, 
we're just all, you know, substance abuse problems, and that's not true. Well, Jennifer, uh, uh, one of the things uh, that comes to my mind is that what you just mentioned about uh, providing information. Uh, you know, I personally believe that the greatest void in our veterans community, like many other communities, is a is a void of information and in knowing how to navigate the system. I mean, whether it be for benefits, whether it be for health care, uh, in uh, uh, when we uh, return in veteran status. So I, I can appreciate what you have to do in bringing people up to date with that but i I'd, I'd also be interested in knowing how much and uh and and deborah you probably can uh assist with this also that you you're dealing primarily in the in sort of a metro uh, uh area but you know uh, a significant number of our serving uh, men and women now come from the rural and remote areas of our country, and when they go back home, the challenges there in getting services, in many cases, drive these individuals to come into metropolitan areas hoping that uh, they can cure some of these kinds of situations. I'd like to know what your experience has been uh, with dealing with those factors, if that has been an issue. We do have some veterans that were, I wouldn't know how exactly to say that how, how we handle every issue, but I do know we have veterans that are very rural areas where they are not in the service area. Um, and we try to find them um, assistance that does their rural county. The thing is, is that since when they're giving out benefits or any type of funding, the rural areas get very little funding. So the funding is used up very quickly. So a lot of times those veterans do have to move or come somewhere else or they have to wait, unfortunately. Um, there are other, I think, um, Deborah, is there other ways that, because um, I know I give them other assistance by giving them assistance that are local. But if that doesn't help, I usually, you know, tell them that it's, best to come, you know, to a metropolitan area, and I hate saying that because it's just, I don't think anybody should move just to get some assistance, but sometimes it's just all used up in those um, areas, and it's very hard yeah. to get um, any assistance. And we have seen veterans come from North Carolina, South Carolina, even Florida, to the D.C. metro area in hopes that they, they can find a, a better job. But what comes with that is the, pre the cost of living here. Essentially, in the D.C. metro area, you need to make, just as a single veteran, $50,000 a year to qualify for a one-bedroom apartment. And wow. so Jeez. if you're not making a living wage, and certainly minimum wage, you ha you'd have to work three or four jobs. It's uh, impossible to do to m meet that standard to qualify for that one-bedroom apartment. So it's a, it's a rough road to hoe. You know, I, I, I heard that uh, just, to, I'm not going to mention the name of uh, the retailer, but down here in Florida, they're paying their uh, employees like $8 an hour. If they got that same job up in the D.C. area, they're getting $25 an hour just because of the cost of living, which is right. phenomenal. It's phenomenal. Uh, again, now as far as uh, employment opportunities, um, uh, how do you go about that? I mean, do you have do you have companies you work with now as far as uh, 
for our employments? Yeah, we do. There's a, we reach out to any and every employer in the area to find uh, what they have, what what skill sets they need. And we've ha- we have a housing and resource director who um, has a you know one-on-one relationship with these employers so that we can link our veterans up with them. Um, we work with Linden Resources that helps veterans and those with disabilities get employed. Anything and everything that we can do to raise the standard of living for these veterans, we, we reach out for. Job fairs also? Yes, job fairs. You know, um, the Chamber of Commerce hosts a lot of Hiring Our Heroes job fairs in the D.C. metro area. Those plus others we send our veterans to whenever they can. And and we have folks like from Accenture, which is one of our partners there, they've been phenomenal in meeting with our veterans and having them go through the whole interview process. One-on-one uh, attention has, has done great things for these veterans to help get them to that next level. I, you, um, I've got to ask Gary and I have uh, discussed there's a, at least one uh, corporation that's uh, well-known um, that seeks out veterans specifically in their program of their, uh, of their uh, retail item, and they are willing to train individuals so as to be able to you know, specialize in that given area that everybody seems to kind of need. And so I'm wondering how many uh, organizations are out there that seek veterans out uh, specifically as is a branch of their efforts are there several out there or do you know of any I, yeah i know go ahead Jennifer. go ahead i know of um i know that um john stewart just did a veterans program and he's hiring veterans and getting the me- media outlets like fox or msnbc cnn to actually hire their veterans and teach them about media relations and I and he made it very public, and I think that's phenomenal because a lot of uh, a lot of employers talk a big game, saying they want to hire veterans, but they actually don't. Um, yeah. So it was really nice to see that he actually pushed that out there. But um, we do have local, like Linden Resources. They actually not only help find um, employment, but they actually employ some of our veterans as well. So we do have some partnerships. Um, or, um, like, I think Accenture, um, Lockheed has a veteran program, but not many. Many have, some of them say they have veteran programs, but, again, it doesn't seem like it's very efficient, so. Yeah, uh, interesting. Well, that's something we need to encourage, and I know you do on a regular basis. Those corporations, big corporations, Boeing particularly, you see that advertised, and, uh, you know, selling to the veterans, uh, you know, market, uh, military market, uh, that would I would think that uh, a former service member would be an asset to any almost any business. I can't think of an exception. Honestly, I can't. Yeah, you know the information technology, uh, Jennifer, that you're uh, going for. Uh, there should be a lot of openings for those in the near future, shouldn't there? Yes, there is. Um, before I was working with Operation Renewed Hope, I already did finish my um, associates in um, information technology. But as there are a lot of opportunities because I have a clearance. If you, a lot of veterans, if you don't, even if you have that degree, it's very hard because a lot of it, it costs companies a lot of money to clear you. So that's that's like another small issue, but. 
I don't see that many education being a factor. Sometimes we have, I have veterans that agree and they still can't get a job. So I I didn't see that. Even though there's a lot of, there's a lot of job openings, but there's a, a lot more people that need need the jobs. You know, that's the problem is that uh, we've got so many veterans. And then you look at the downsizing that's going on, both in the military and in the contractor world, and it's becoming way more competitive to try to get a position. And so it's just it's a struggle for folks to get the, the good-paying jobs. You're wow. absolutely correct. And what I'd like to do is to, to uh, kind of broaden this a little bit because uh, we're talking about the employment factor but uh, in, in, in getting employment. But what has been your experiences when you've got individuals with what you just mentioned but who return back to us, to home and community, with the scars of war now, these uh, visible and the invisible especially with post-traumatic stress, those kinds of issues, uh, which uh, I would think that also plays a part in, 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 in uh, the, the, the homeless uh, uh, situation. Oh, yeah, it plays, it plays a big part. We, um, I get calls from veterans that are not, it's very hard to find employment because they have severe PTSD and it's hard for them to function. Um, we work closely with the VA to refer the veteran because we can't give mental um, health services, but to refer the veteran and let him know about the benefits um, to seek help. The VA has programs where not only do they help them therapeutically, but they after they work with them to integrate them back in um, to the workforce. They actually have programs like that. Um, so it's just them finding out and going through the process. And a lot of times we go with them hand-in-hand hand walking them through the process to get that assistance. Unfortunately, we can't reach all of them, and there's not a VA everywhere or there's not programs like this everywhere. And that is a main problem, and that's an issue that we, you know, as a society need to bring up and talk about because we need to start reaching more of these veterans, not just five here, four here, three here. Uh, as a whole, we need to hug these veterans and actually help them out and, and stop talking these big games, you know, just get these veterans assistance. And the other thing right. we risk, too, is is almost over-publicizing post-traumatic stress uh, to where some veterans don't even admit they're, they are veterans because they are afraid they're not going to get hired for the employee might think mm-hmm. that they might go postal at, at the place of work. So it's, it's a double-edged sword when you talk about it. Well, absolutely. That, that, that sword becomes very sharp, even those that, uh, who are still on active duty before they leave with uh, post-traumatic stress. Uh, and you mentioned the clearance problem. Uh, uh, that, that creates an issue also. So it's one on both sides, and it's a very difficult situation. But I think more and more we're going to have to address that a lot more and, 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 and deal with that because the situation doesn't appear to be getting better. It's, it's still uh, something very significant to deal with. That's that's very, very true. 
We're going to jump in and take a break. Don't forget to visit the American Heroes Network Radio's archive library of radio shows. We have created a veterans resource that is truly making a difference through our weekly live shows. All our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime, anywhere, and on any device. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter. As the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. Streaming live, the leader in internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Deborah Snyder and Jennifer Lopez from Operation Renewed Hope Foundation. And while we're on break, uh, uh, Good old, um, <laughs> good old Jim. <laughs> Jim, good old Jim. You know, my my mind just went blank. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Well, that's because I went to the VA yesterday. Uh, <laughs> no, Jim, you had a question. Uh, uh, why don't you go ahead and ask that question? Because that was that was a good one. Well, you you know what uh, really wounded my heart here recently within the last several years. Uh, we hear in our uh, nation's representatives, we hear statements that uh, our veterans community is to be under suspicion and under guard because they can't be trusted. And uh, that's just such a, such a horrific blow to those of us that uh, have volunteered and or were drafted and served this nation and were willing to give our lives. And most of us that found ourselves in combat actually saw that. Jennifer, Deborah, how do you how do you respond to that hearing? Remember when that came out that those veterans that are out there are tomorrow's, you know, terrorists. Uh, that very those those words were they've caused almost irreparable damage. 
to our veterans community out there. Do you agree? Deborah, you want to take it? Or I'll take um, it. <laughs> go ahead, Jen. You go first. I um, <laughs> I do agree that there's this really bad stigma on PTSD. Personally, I when I first got out of the military, I did not want to go to the VA and get help for my depression or anything because I was afraid that I would lose my security clearance because they would label me as crazy, that I will go postal or hurt somebody at the job force, and my security clearance was my bread and butter. So if I didn't have that, I wouldn't have, couldn't be employed, would be homeless. So I think, I do agree with you, there is this stigma, this ignorance where, you know, you can't, that mental illness equates murder or some psychosis that, you know, um, that we're going to do something crazy. And that is something that we really need to start talking about and get people to, and show people that that is not the case. You know, battle this ignorance that we have in the society of mental illness and the stigma. Yeah, and it's, you know, it's one eaches that unfortunately get publicized so much that all the bad news is what is heard, not the good news of you know, people that may be coping with PTSD or doing fine or able to work and, and be productive. But the what you hear in the news is always the bad news. That's true. Very true. Now, as far as uh, uh, how, can, how can we help? How can our listeners help? Well, for us, uh, donating time, talent, or or money is is helpful. You know, we we help veterans get into housing quickly by uh, giving them temporary financial assistance, security deposit, a few months of rent uh, for those who qualify. So, anything like certainly money is the easiest thing I think to to donate. Um, anyone who's in the DC metro area that want to donate their time or talents, uh, we're we're glad to. Uh, receive them and they can give us a call anytime at 703-887-8117 or contact us on online as well and that's the info at operationrenewedhopefoundation.org so which, whichever way we will take it you know we're we're going to try to buy a uh, an assisted living building here in the DC metro area and that's going to take a lot of money to do, but uh, if if it all goes well, we'll be able to house 55 veterans and or their family members along with it. That's fantastic. That's now, you're sticking in the in the D.C. area, correct? But your one of your passions is to go national. Well, you know, it's it's a little bit of both. We're trying to clean up our own backyard first. Uh, oh, there's plenty sure. of work to do here in the D.C. metro area. But when we do fundraisers in other areas, like in Florida, golf tournaments, or maybe some events in New York, we give back to the providers that are in that that area so that that money that is raised locally will also be used locally. So we want to help uh, veterans wherever we go. Okay. Deborah now, and, they- and Jennifer, this is Bill again. I, I, I'd be interested, and I'm sure our listening audience would be, in the kind of success stories that you've had to date with uh, veterans that have come into the program, started out, 
and maybe have uh, graduated, if you will, and as to from where they started from and, and to uh, where they ended up in terms of being better off as a result of coming through your program. I can give okay. one, a couple, uh, and then uh, I'll pass it to Jennifer. You know, we've got a, a gentleman named Christopher who who was in a shelter here uh, near Fort Belvoir, and uh, he has a super work ethic. Um, he now, not only did he get into housing, we helped him get into housing, he's now paying for his own rent. He has a family, he's got several children and a wife, and now he has uh, started his own business. So he's a, an, an entrepreneur who, who has done well for himself because most of our veterans, they want just to do do it themselves. They want to be self-sufficient, and we give them that hand up to get there. Go ahead, Jen. Um, I know that we have um, a couple of veterans that we assisted. We have um, an elderly veteran that was unable to work. I think he was... Um, in his 80, almost 90 years old, and we got him enrolled in a program, the VASH, um, HUD-VASH program, so it's almost uh, where they um, assist with uh, with rental assistance in a more permanent basis. Um, and we have another one where it was a young man that we, he was homeless, and now he is working, making a lot of money. He's giving, he has his own place. He's about to buy his own house. Um, so we have variety of success stories. My story, I was homeless. Um, Operation We Need Hope helped me by um, sign, co-signing a lease because even when I did get assist, financial assistance, nobody wanted to rent to me. Um, finally got in a place. Um, Operation We Need Hope offered me a job with them, so I now I started working with Operation We Need Hope, and now I'm on my feet. I just bought my own house married with my with my son so it's a variety of success stories it's a wonderful program and we have a wonderful leader Deborah she she doesn't leave anybody behind literally that's phenomenal well that's great to know that we are having some uh, successes and and, and and I think there are more success stories out there because you know you think about uh, when we enter military service, regardless to the branch. Uh, our government uh, invests uh, a tremendous amount of money in us, and, uh, and some stay around longer, and we get more training, understanding, and knowledge. And we can come back and still be productive uh, in our communities. And uh, I think it's great to know that somebody can come back uh, for whatever the reason is that uh, problems occur where they're homeless, but they can bounce back and 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 be productive, and uh, and we recognize them uh, for that. I I think that that's what's most important is that we don't just all fall off the cliff, but we can be resilient and come back and do great things. Yep. That is That's absolutely the truth, too. You know, when you're in the military, everything is taken care of uh, to include housing. And when you get out of the military, even if you retire, many of uh, so you know, you feel like you fall into the abyss because the support system is not there when compared to the active duty side. And so that's what we're here to help out with and, and bring people up to self-sufficiency levels and beyond and uh, because of 
us and other organizations all across the nation that are doing the same thing, you know, that's what we're trying to do is to end, end veteran homelessness uh, in this country. And we, we honestly don't believe that we should have homeless people in the United States. Um, so hopefully we can get to that as well. That's true. You know, we're going to go ahead and take a break. That last 15 minutes really went quick. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money on your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Merchant Services. By the way, they are national. Give Josh a call right now. It's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services at 407 407- Four zero one zero seven seven two. That's four zero seven four zero one zero seven seven two. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a Variety Channel, and we'll be right back. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. By providing a unique blend of information and advocacy, we are helping our American heroes and their families to heal, successfully transition into civilian life, and to thrive in their communities. This generation will not be forgotten. Today's military are our sons and daughters. Listen live to the American Heroes Network, the worldwide voice for our military families and veterans, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time. All shows are archived on American Heroes network.com and syndicated on iTunes. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program. Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Deborah Snyder and Jennifer Lopez from Operation Renewed Hope Foundation. Jennifer had a run. Uh, she had another appointment to keep, and, and we're still talking to Deborah. And, uh, Deborah, there's a national hotline for our vets, isn't there? Yeah, the uh, Department of Veterans Affairs has a national homeless hotline, and that number is one eight seven seven four two four. 3838. I'll say it one more time. It's 1-877-424-3838. And what that allows folks to do is to call that number wherever they're at, and it's a 24-7 hotline, and the VA folks will put that veteran in contact with resources in their particular area. And as Jennifer mentioned at the top of the hour, uh, that's how we get many of our referrals. Others 
have been Googling it on on the Internet, and they contact us that way. But uh, we would stress to anybody who needs assistance uh, out there to contact that VA homeless hotline. That sounds good. That sounds good. Now, there's one thing we didn't touch on was the, uh, the house you have down housing first versus traditional housing. What, what do you mean by that as far as housing Well, first? it's yeah, housing first versus transitional housing. Um, in the past, transitional housing has been the norm, but most recently, the housing first method is really shown to be very successful for us. Housing First is over a 90% success rate, and I think nationwide it is uh, over 83 or 84%. And what that means is that we put these veterans into housing first and then do the wraparound services. Uh, it, sometimes it, it may seem backwards to do it that way, but quite frankly, it works because the veteran and their family, they know they're going to be somewhere for a while and they don't have to worry about where that next night that they're going to sleep is. And they can concentrate on the important things like getting a good paying job, getting care for their medical needs, you name it. Uh, so it, it works. That's great. Now, as far as um, uh, they, how many people go into an apartment? I mean, is how many vets go into an apartment, or is it just one person per apartment? Or? Yeah, we concentrate on permanent housing. Um, wow. Okay. So it, it's it's something to last forever, you know, or they can move to another place when they want to, but our concentration is the permanent housing, so that you know the. The veteran, if they're single, they go into a, an apartment. We work with local landlords, uh, both on the real estate side. You know, it could be uh, a, an apartment building, or we go and work with private landlords and negotiate to uh, get these veterans in there. And we've had pretty good success. It's not easy, but the uh, the folks that are here in this area, they do want to help veterans, and, and that is what makes it all worthwhile, too, to see that and see these veterans uh, get up to the next level. Wow. You know, what I see very attractive here is the, your overhead cost of 6%. The CEO is a volunteer, and 94% go towards these programs, which is phenomenal. That's really great. It is. Yeah, we we work hard, and you know we're only three years old, and so it's it's especially um, remarkable, I think, to keep the overhead in at such a low level. And you know, I, I don't make anything. Um, we have many volunteers that that volunteer their time and effort to make things happen, and uh, both veterans and civilians alike that uh, believe in the cause and and do whatever they can to make things happen. No. Now, Bill? Well, I, I, I think that's phenomenal. Um, homelessness is something, uh, uh, it's been around for some time, and as I mentioned earlier, we it served in Vietnam. I think uh, uh, we, we got involved in that in a big way, and we still have a lot of our uh, Vietnam veterans who are, are homeless. And uh, Jim, you had mentioned uh, early in the program that uh, very shortly, I think uh, uh, next week, uh, it's going to be the 50th anniversary since uh, we ended uh, uh, Vietnam. And it just goes to show you 
that these kinds of situations that when we return to home and community, homelessness being one, our benefits, you know, they continue to go on and on, and we're in the system for such an enormously long time. Yeah, and, you know, I would like to point out, too, that uh, all of our events this year are dedicated to our Vietnam veterans, the commemoration, the 50 years since we began involvement in in Vietnam, the major part of it for the U.S. Uh, The Vietnam veterans, unfortunately, in in my opinion anyway, were treated the worst of all of our veterans. And so we work especially hard to uh, take care of them and let them know that we're not going to leave them behind. we as a nation, I think, are, are coming around and, and never again, I think, is one of the slogans uh, because we just treated them so so poorly. And so hopefully we will keep that promise and never again treat our, our veterans like we did our Vietnam veterans. That's for sure. That's for sure. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, and Deborah, it was a real pleasure having you on the show with us today. You have an outstanding organization, especially when it comes to uh, you know, what goes towards the programs. Uh, that, that's the first time I've seen anybody. Nobody's close to that, <laughs> except for you, which is fantastic. Yeah, is 94%. Fantastic. All right. Now, Deborah, Thank what you. would you like to share with our listeners in closing? Well, you know, I think I will use a Nike term, and that's just do it. Uh, find something that you're passionate about and go out and help make the world a better place whether it's helping veterans or another cause that is close to your heart. I would also ask, there's so many nonprofits that are out there helping veterans, and I would ask that they open the door to all veterans, not just the Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, but all veterans. We we help a Vietnam, I mean, a World War II veteran out in this area uh, down to you know 21-year-olds coming back from Iraq and Afghanistan. So I would just ask and plead for those other organizations to open their doors to all of our veterans because every, every one of them deserves a hand up. That's true. Now, Jim? Uh, Deborah, thanks. Uh, between what all of your staff and all of your efforts are, uh, God bless your efforts, you're doing something that uh, needs to be even supported more. Thank you for your efforts. Thank you so much. And Bill? Well, Deborah, to you and Jennifer, thank you both for your service to this great country and your continued service to veterans. And I, I like to think of this as uh, I, I'm a strong advocate, and I'm very much involved. It, it amounts to veterans helping veterans. Good luck to you. Thank you so much. And I thank all of you for your service as well. And I want to thank all of the family members of the veterans because they sacrifice just as much as the veterans that serve. Well, thank you. Thank you again. Now, if you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on AmericanHeroesNetworkRadio.com. And yes, you can hear all the archive shows right from your phone. And remember, the American Heroes Network Radio spotlights and promotes the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any device. I'm your host, Gary Ray, signing off, and thanks for listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel. And we'll see you next week. Thank you again for joining us for this week's edition of American Heroes Network. 
Please join Gary Ray again next Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. We are America, and we truly do believe you're the backbone of our nation. Thanks to you, we're living.